Welcome to the Cut and Dry Gospel Podcast, where we service the whole man in the beauty of holiness and the miraculous power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm Minister Don, your host, and we are so glad to have you tuning in with us again. God bless you and your families. We thank God for another week that he has kept us, and we just love him, and we are ready to give him praise, honor, and glory, not only in this moment, but in every part of our lives and in every moment of our lives, we want to acknowledge Jesus as being our Lord and Savior because he is, amen. Jesus is the Son of God, amen, and there's no other name under heaven where man can be saved, amen, none other than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we honor him tonight for his sacrifice and for his bloodshed. We honor him for wrapping himself in a body and coming to live and to show us through example that we can live in the flesh, but not in the flesh. Amen. We can live through the flesh and not in the flesh. Amen. The scriptures tells us that there's nothing good in the flesh. Amen. The flesh is never satisfied. The flesh always seeks what it wants. And everything that the flesh wants is opposite of what God intended for our lives. Amen. That's where the word perverse comes in. Because everything that God wants us to, to do and be. The flesh is, is always trying to pull us in a different direction and, and trying to get us to do things that don't honor God and, and mess our lives up. And eventually, uh, if it takes place within us to a degree that we are of no return, then our very souls are at stake of being lost. But we thank God today. For his goodness and his grace, his mercy, his peace, amen, for his provision, his long-suffering, amen, and everything that, that God tolerates, amen, to blesses us and, and helps us to, to make it in this walk, amen. He, he knows what we're up against, amen. He knows that we have the enemy, which is Satan. Amen. And the enemy, which is death, that both was going to be cast in the lake in the end. Amen. But we have to fight. We have to fight right now for our souls. We have to fight for our freedom in Christ in order for us to uh, keep moving forward from day to day. And God is with us. He's with us. And that was the whole purpose of him sending the word. Amen. Jesus is the word wrapped in flesh. Amen. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Amen. So Jesus is the word. He is the express person of the father. Amen. To uh, give us what we need. Amen. In order for us to make it in every aspect of our lives. Amen. So God don't want us to worry. He don't want us to worry about anything, amen. 
We're going to be coming from the book of St. Matthew, the 6th chapter, the 19th through the 21st verse. And it reads, Lay not up yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And uh, I want to give you some reference verses for you to read as well. In St. Matthew 19, 19th chapter, verses 16 through 24. Praise the Lord. And just a thought for you today. I want to tell you to set your heart on things above. Set your heart on things above. Amen. Jesus told us to put our cares upon him because he cares for us. Amen. And, and the Lord, he made us and, and not we ourselves. And, you know, when we're born, you know, we, we just we wake up and, and we come into a situation of life. That we didn't bring upon ourselves. Amen. God is the cause of us being on this earth. Because we are his creations. Amen. And, and the Lord didn't put us down here. So that we could be without. In the book of Genesis. When God made all the food. Amen. He made fruit and vegetables. and Amen. Everything. To supply man with everything that he needed to be sustained on a daily basis because our bodies function off of food. Our bodies function, amen, off of water, amen. And, and God provided that for us so that we would be able to, amen, live from day to day. But as man uh, became more engrafted in the knowledge and power that God gave him, able to invent, able to, to do things because we are in God's uh, image. We have the power to create. And this is why uh, man is the only creature on this earth that can invent, that, that has the capacity to to, to take resources and turn it into something and make it something that it wasn't before. Because that's what God did. When God said, let there be light, there was light. When God said, let there be land, the land appeared. Amen. So God has given us that same type of power through the image in which he made us to be. He gave us free will. He gave, gave us cognitive ability to be able to, to, to make things from our imagination. And here we are in 2023 
Amen. From all the centuries ago. Amen. Now we have we have rocket ships and we have airplanes and we have smart TVs and phones and computers and all different type of gadgets. Amen. That is just so unimaginable in the mind. Like, you know, I say to myself, wow, how did they make this? How did they come up with this idea to have this function the way it is? And it's all because we are in God's image with the power to create. Because he is the creator. Amen. So, so, so God put us here so that we would be able to worship him, to glorify him, and to know who he is. Amen. Just think about if you made an invention and someone else took the credit for it. That would hurt you very badly. Amen. You, you wouldn't want nobody to steal a song that you wrote. Amen. Or, or, or took a copyright of an invention that you made. Because you would be the founder of that. You would be the inventor of that. You would be the creator of that. Amen. And God is the same way towards mankind. The Lord said that thou shall have none other God before me. None. Because in essence, there really isn't another God. He's the only one. But we know through man and the flesh that gods are made. Amen. Adulterous. Amen. This is what pulls man away from God. The very creativity that God gave man, man takes it and makes other gods. Because it's innate in a man and a woman to worship the true and living God. But when they don't know who the true and living God is, then they make a God. Why would a man build something from his own hands and then bend down to it and worship it as a God? And miraculously, this is all over the world. Every nationality that you see, they have made a God. Because it's innate for them to worship the true and living God. When they don't know the true and living God, the soul longs for God so much that it makes a fake God. Praise the Lord. But God made us so that we could rely on him. God gave us the resources to rely on him and him alone. Amen. And this is why we need to set our treasures in heaven and not on this earth. Because we live in a society, and I mean globally, where... Obtaining things is the precipice of life. Amen. If, if you haven't attained a certain amount of money, uh, a certain amount of fame, a certain amount of wealth, status, amen, uh, then you're considered to be 
unsuccessful in life. But the only time that you are unsuccessful is when you don't have Christ in your life. The only time that you are not fulfilled is when God is not in your life. Look how many people that are rich, amen, that have committed suicide. Look how many people that have all kind of money and fame and houses all over the world. And they have bad marriages. Amen. They're, they're, they're not fulfilled. Amen. They're, 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 they're missing that one thing. Amen. That would give them the joy. I'm not talking about happiness. See, joy is the main target. Happiness actually is a derivative of joy. But you can have happiness and not have joy. Because joy allows you to have a good free spirit and you might not even have any money. But you got joy on the inside. Money can give you happiness of things, but when you don't have money, you don't have any joy. So this is the difference between Having Christ in your life, being saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, and having that unspeakable joy. Amen. Because you got your mind set on things above. The Lord don't want us to miss out, amen, on heaven because we're concentrating so much on things on this earth that we just literally forget about the things that we need to do to honor God, to worship, to praise God, and to put ourselves in a position of worthiness, amen, to go back with Christ when he comes. Amen. So Jesus is telling us to, to lay not up things for yourselves, treasures upon the earth. I don't care how many cars you got in your garage. I don't care how many houses you got all across the country or even over the world. All of that is going to pass away. Amen. And when you pass away, if you pass away before the Lord cracks the sky, praise the Lord. Amen. Someone else is going to be enjoying those homes and that money that you have. The Lord said that you brought nothing into this world and it is for certain that you shall not carry anything out. Amen. And, you know, thieves can break into your house and steal whatever you have. Amen. The, the, the items that you have, they can rust out. Amen. You go in your closet and you got holes in your, in your clothes and you're like, where did this come from? How did I get a hole in my clothes? Because the moths them got into your closet and ate, ate up your clothes. But that doesn't happen in heaven. Hey Amen. That doesn't, that doesn't happen what God is. What God is is peace. And that's all God will, amen, tolerate. 
is love and peace in his kingdom. You notice when Satan got beside himself, Lucifer, a man, and started to spread propaganda all into heaven, and brought a third of heaven, which is an innumerable accompaniment of angels. So he brought down a third of heaven with him through his lies and through his deceit. Amen. There was a war in heaven and God kicked him out. Amen. So heaven is a place of love, peace, amen, and eternal life. But the Lord encourages, encourages us and he says, lay up yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through and steal. Amen. So we have to elevate our minds and our hearts to do all the necessary things that we need to do to make it in. Amen. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to take care of the things of itself. The only thing that you have right now is this one moment. In this moment that you are alive. Amen. This is the moment that we need to be thanking God and praising God and worshiping God and giving God glory and honor for our lives and for our salvation. Amen. And not worrying about not having the Lord feed the birds of the air. Amen. He clove the flowers, the lilies of the field. Amen. So why are we worried about what we're going to obtain on this earth? God takes care of them. Amen. They don't work. They don't spend. Amen. He said even Solomon. And all of his glory was not even arrayed. Amen. As a lily. And Solomon was one of the richest kings. And wisest kings. But God said the lilies of the field was arrayed more than him. And if you really look at the flowers that God made. The beauty. And all the creation that God has made. The intricacy that you see. In the clouds and in the, the insects and the animals that God has made. Amen. You, you will say to yourself, wow, what a mighty God that we serve. That have the power to create such things. And not only that, the scriptures say that God framed the worlds with an S. Not only this world, but all the worlds that's in the galaxies and the stars God made that. We serve a mighty God. We serve the God of the whole universe. He's in control of everything. Amen. So we have to have faith in him. We have to have so much faith that we concentrate on our souls. Your soul is the most important thing to you. And that's what God wants you to understand. Amen. It doesn't matter what you don't have right now. 
He said, Ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and the door is going to be open. Amen. So those are the preparation steps for uh, getting the things that you need. But God don't want you to worry. He don't want you to, uh, you know, have a bad heart. He don't want you to have a bad mind. He don't want you to go around sorrowful because you don't have things that you see other people might have. Amen. Set your heart on the Lord. Set your heart on things above. And God will bless you. God will, through prayer, amen, he will give you the things that you need. And he will bless you with the things that you want. The Lord said, if you do my will, you can ask what you will. And see, we want to get what we want to get from God, but we don't want to do that first part. The first part says, if you do my will, ask what you will. That's a contingency. Amen. You know, you have, have children and you got, you got one child that's obedient and you got one child that's disobedient. Okay, you got to buy food and clothes for them both. Amen. But the disobedient child, amen, his special request might not be answered. But the obedient child will. God is no different. A lot of times we, we try to figure God out. Listen, we are in God's image. We have the same characteristics that he has. And that's what he's trying to bring us back to through his word. Back to the holy characteristics that we were made with. But when we fell through sin, that whole character went down with it. The holy nature, amen, vanished and was replaced by sinful nature. So this is what the word of God is for. It's for to bring us back, back to him. And this is why we hear preaching. This is why we hear teaching. Don't let the word of God go over your head. Amen. Don't let it go over your head. Don't spend months and months and months trying to uh, buck up against God. Amen. I believe it was Paul said, it is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Hallelujah. Well, that's what Jesus said to Paul. Praise the Lord. You can't fight God. You're going to lose every time. When you learn of the Lord and when you learn what God is requiring of you, start being obedient. Amen. And then you'll start getting the things from God that you need. The Lord is not trying to hold anything back from us. He already told us. Amen. That he was there for us. Hallelujah. He said, cast your cares on me, for I careth for you. 
So God cares about your needs. He cares about everything that you, that you need to do in life. Amen. He wants to be a part of all of our lives. Amen. He wants to be able to usher us into the kingdom of God. And also in conjunction with that, bless us with the things, amen, that, that we desire. Amen. He already has some unimaginable things waiting for us. Amen. There's nothing wrong with having a mansion down here on earth. Praise the Lord. And the reason I say that is because the Lord said he went to prepare mansions for us in heaven. But God don't want you to have things and your heart is on the things. He wants your heart to be on him. God don't care nothing about you being rich. Unless. Amen. Your heart is for him. The disciples asked him. When Jesus said. How hardly shall a rich man enter to the kingdom of God. And then the disciples said. Well, well Lord. Well, well who can be saved? And his answer to them was. Well, with man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So it doesn't matter what you have. If you have God, God can navigate you through whatever and still be on top with him, still be in conjunction with him, still be in sync with him. Amen. But most people who get rich, the richness become their God. And they think that because they have the money that they can call the shots even on their very lives. Amen. Yeah, you can buy a car, you can buy a boat, you can buy a plane and all of that, but you can't buy health. You can't buy sanity. If you start losing your mind, then what? Money can't replace that. I don't care how many psychiatrists you see. I don't care how many doctors you see to give you uh, Prozac and all these other different medications to try to make your mind better. Amen. God is the only one that can hold you together in any situation. Praise the Lord. And when, when the rich man, the rich, rich young man came to the Lord and asked the Lord about you know, uh, you know what he lacked, amen. And 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 Jesus said, okay, well, you know, he was rich. He said, you know, sell your goods and give them to the poor. Evidently, that's what this man was not doing. Amen. He was doing all these out with the okay. Well, I, I obeyed all the commandments, but you got. You got money, I mean, stacks and stacks of money, and you're seeing poor people on the street, and you're not trying to help them. Amen. Why, why do people want to buy Lamborghinis and all these different large cars just for other people to look at them and say, wow? And them saying people, if they saw that person on the street, probably wouldn't even help them. With a dollar. 
Amen. So God wants our heart to be in the right place. Amen. Set your heart on things above and not on things on this earth. Allow God to transcend, amen, your spirit. Amen. And if you do that, you'll start saying to yourself, wow, this stuff is really not important anyway. It's not that important. Because it's all just a status symbol. Amen. It's, it's all about somebody looking at you drive down the street. Amen. That's why the scriptures say that all things are vanity and vexation of spirit. When you start realizing what's really important, you say, wow, this, this stuff don't really mean anything. Look how many people don't even have children and they're standing in, you know, a 30, 30 bedroom. I mean, what you need 30 bedrooms for? I mean, you know, we need to we need to really check ourselves uh, about what we do, how we do it, the way we think. See, the word of God pulls you out of tradition. Amen. It, it, it pulls you away from, from all of that stuff that's uh, negatively culturized that you've been taught. And it transforms your heart into the image of God to think a different way, to be a different way, to live a different way. Amen. And this is why God wants our hearts to be in the right place. Because when our hearts are in the right place, then we can love him, we can love people, we can love ourselves, amen, and we have joy in our spirits. And the blessed thing about all of this is that God can give you a blessed life now, but the main thing is that the life after this is going to be forever. It's going to be an eternal life. Just think about that. The Lord is going to allow me to live forever. I will never die. It's appointed unto man wants to die fleshly. But spiritually, you don't have to die spiritually. If you don't accept Jesus in your life, yes, you will die spiritually. Yes, you will go to the lake of fire with Satan and his angels. And all those who didn't believe in Christ and all of those who denied Christ. Amen. But if you turn to the Lord and say, Lord, I want to be saved. He will save you. He will fill you with his precious Holy Spirit. Amen. And he will let you know that he's with you. So set your hearts on things above and don't allow yourself to be caught up in this world of Things, things that take you away from God, things that have you all upset because you don't have this, you don't have that. Amen. Thank God for what you have. Be content. Amen. And anything else that you want to obtain, just pray. Ask the Lord. And he already told us what we needed to do. Amen. Ask. Ask him. God has power. God can change your life. God can change your situation. 
Amen. God will be your lawyer in the courtroom. He will be your doctor in the hospital. Amen. He's a healer. He's a motivator. Hallelujah. He opened blind eyes. He raised the dead. Amen. He raised himself up. Hallelujah. And all those that have the same spirit that he has, he's going to raise them up in the last day. Amen. To be with him, to meet him in the air. Hallelujah. So we thank God for, amen, this lesson, his word. And we bless that you have been blessed tonight. Father God, we come to you right now. We ask that you bless every hear of this word, O oh Lord. And we ask that you will touch every ear, every mind, O oh God, to set their minds on you, to set their minds on things above, to set their minds, O oh God, in a place, O oh Lord, of joy, O oh Lord, with you. O oh God, to repent of their sins and to, O oh Lord, seek you, Lord, seek your face, O oh God, seek your ways. Seek your righteousness in the name of Jesus. Be a part of the family of God. Amen. Be a part of the people who are getting ready to meet you, Lord, when you come back. Oh, God, and we don't know what day that is, but whatever day it is, oh, God, we want to be ready. We want to have our bags packed. We want to have our souls secure, oh, Lord, and we want to be able to take our flight, oh, God, in the resurrection in the name of Jesus. We love you right now. Give us a mind to, and show us how to set our hearts. Show us how to not let this world get the best of us, oh God. Oh God, touch each and every one to read your word, to study your word, and to meditate on you, oh God. You said if we meditated on you, Lord, we, we, we would be planted like a tree by the rivers of living water. Oh, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We bless you. We love you, and we pray. God bless. Amen. And we thank you for tuning in again. Amen. We asking that you continue to share the gospel. Amen. The cut and dry gospel to someone that you love. Amen. Even someone that you, that you might not be in good favor with. Amen. We all need God. We all need the word. Praise the Lord. The Lord will bless you for helping to spread the word of God. In the name of Jesus. We love you. And until we meet again on our next one, please continue to pray for us. Amen. And we will continue to pray for you. God bless.